Hi there, my name is Renier van Seil. I'm a portfolio manager at Efficient Private Clients, and it's my privilege to take you through what happened in local as well as global markets during the month of June. Starting on the offshore side, global markets finished another month in the red, led lower by European markets, which finished down 8.8%, and followed closely by its US counterparts, which closed lower by 7.7%. US markets entered bear market territory for the first time in as many months on the 13th of June. Now, slowing global growth, inflationary concerns, and the possibility of a recession drove the decline. We saw during the month that inflation in the US reached its highest level in more than four decades on the back of surging energy and food costs. This resulted in the US Fed staying the course on rate hikes as it increased rates by another 75 basis points for the first time since 1994. What is important to remember is that in 1994, markets were 27% higher 12 months later. In other places of the US economy, banks showed that they're able to weather almost any crisis after all 33 major banks passed the annual stress test. Across the Atlantic, European markets that is best to contend with inflation as well, in addition to political turmoil. With inflation top of mind, the European Central Bank concluded their policy meeting and markets looked for signs of a possible rate hike in July. This is not an easy task for the ECB as it runs the risk of causing another debt crisis. The main surprise in Europe, however, was a move by Switzerland, who hiked rates for the first time in 15 years, leaving only the Bank of Japan to still hike rates amongst developed nations. On the political front, Boris Johnson survived a no-confidence vote in the UK, and in France, French voters denied newly re-elected President Emmanuel Macron absolute majority in Parliament. On the geopolitical front, as the war tracked on in Ukraine, Russia defaulted for the first time on its foreign currency debt in over a century, and we also saw that NATO allies imposed further sanctions on Russia, and Ukraine was nominated as an EU candidate, which by the way is quite a tedious process. And then moving east, in China, things look quite different during the quarter, as investors bet the worst of a lockdown-induced economic shock and extended tech sector crackdown in the country has passed. Markets were further buoyed after China cut its quarantine requirements for international arrivals and China's head of central bank confirmed that it will help boost the economy even as the manufacturing sector were already expanding. Finally, looking at our local market, the JSE fell 8.1% for the month, driven by the same global fears as well as a few extras. May's consumer price inflation came in at 6.5%, which was outside of the Reserve Bank's target band of between 4 and 6%. The higher inflation print was partly driven by a low base effect, but more so by higher fuel prices. Our local currency had to contend with a lot of volatility during the month as corruption accusations against Ramaphosa emerged and South Africans were left in the dark as a result of a wildcat strike by ESCOM workers. That concludes your local and global news from the Efficient Private Clients team. Thank you very much for listening and have a lovely day.